0: for Sunday August 18th so today we're going to read a passage out of first Thessalonians 5 and before I start reading this passage there's so much in here that we could do several meditations on it so I'm going to have to pick and choose a little bit but first Thessalonians 5 verses 12 uh, through the end of that chapter verse 28 Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. As we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all, hold on to what is good, reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through, May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all God's people with a holy kiss. I charge you before the Lord to have this letter read to all the brothers and sisters. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. So these are some final instructions uh, to the church at Thessalonica. And there's just a, really a hodgepodge of things being mentioned here. But one of the things that we see um, kind of back and forth that we see in the faith is this kind of balancing of, okay, so here's what you should do. And then um, the tone of the letter will go back to, well, God's the one who's going to do it. And so I think one of the things we have to learn in this life of faith is is how to balance the doing and the being. Um, ultimately, all of any th- good thing that comes from any of us is from God. And so it's ultimately God who will change our hearts. It's ultimately God who will um, make us new. It's ultimately God that will bring about any good in us, the fruit of the Spirit, if you will. Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But there is a sense in which we also uh, should not just be idle. And so this passage is is giving instructions um, to acknowledge those who are working hard and hold them in high regard. Live at peace with one another. Um, and watch out for people who are idle and disruptive and even warn them that they're on not on the right track Um, encourage the people that are down um, help out the weak so there's this idea of living together in this christian community that we're accountable to one another but we're we're encouraged to work together we're encouraged to work hard we're we're encouraged to not let people um kind of just coast i guess if you will Um, those who are idle, and we're also encouraged to take care of those who are having trouble, uh, maybe taking care of themselves. And so there's this idea of this Christian community um, where the church is encouraged to begin enacting what God is doing in our hearts out as we live together. And I think that's the key. Um, It's allowing God to shape us, to change us, and putting those things into practice in real and tangible ways as we live together as the body of christ and then there's this little nugget right in the middle of this passage really short verses rejoice always pray continually give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus so right in the middle of this is this like really simple thing and i think it's uh it's more than just some instructions but it that praying continually, that rejoicing always and giving thanks is is kind of acknowledging our dependence on God, acknowledging um, that even in the midst of difficult times that God is with us, that, that we can have joy because joy is more than happiness. Joy is, is being certain that God holds us in his hands even in the difficult times and understanding um, that even... Uh, When we don't necessarily feel happy, we can have this deep-seated joy knowing who our God is and who our Savior is and knowing that no matter what, God will never leave us or forsake us. Praying continually, that's how we stay connected to the source of life. Giving thanks, realizing that everything we have comes from God. And so these little three simple commands... I think we could spend the rest of our lives learning how to live into. And it says this is God's will for us. So these are things that we should be doing. Um, Another thing it mentions here is not um, quenching the Spirit. So making sure that our priorities line up with what God's kingdom values are and what the Spirit is leading us to. And then is this beautiful passage Uh, That's read often as a blessing. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Ultimately, this work is God's. To be sanctified means to be set apart for God's use And we consent to God working in us. We allow God to work in us. We let go of our own control, and we surrender to God. But ultimately, it's all God's work from the very beginning to the very end. And in this letter, um, the conclusion says it is God who will do the work, um, that will keep your whole soul, spirit, and body blameless, when Christ comes, uh, it's being found in Christ that allows this work to begin in us and ultimately to be completed in the resurrection. We will all be made uh, blameless and pure as we seek to follow and trust in Jesus. And so uh, just want to remind you today, the work is God's work. It is the God of peace who will sanctify us. It is not any of these uh, kind of, even these things that that the church is told to do, just doing those things in and of themselves or or attempting to is not the thing that will change us. It is God who will sanctify us, set us apart completely to be used for his glory um, so that we are blameless when Christ returns. And in the meantime, we can begin to practice some of these practices and allow God to shape us through the practices of working hard together, of looking after the needs of one another, of um, not bickering and fighting, of living at peace together, rejoicing always, praying continually, and giving thanks in all circumstances. And as we seek To follow God through these practices, it is God who will minister to our hearts, who will sanctify us and set us apart uh, and make us pure and blameless uh, by his grace and by his mercy. So it's not our effort that does it, but our effort in conjunction with what God is already doing uh, helps us to receive what God wants to do in our life. We simply are responding to what God already wants to do and what God is already doing, which is new creation in all the world for anyone who will receive it. So that's just a thought for this morning. Today, be willing to allow God to work in you as you seek to live in ways that would honor Him. Just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day